Jack's uh, uh, archery contest. Big archery. Yeah, state state archery. archery. State archery. Me and Amanda's in the state of the hotel room and get a massage and put them hot boulders on our back. Hey, put them, uh, put that mic in your face. So, please, P- um, please, Trevor. <laughs> it's been a long time since. When's the last time you podcast? Well, well, I'll wait till you're talking to the mic. It's probably been three months. <clears throat> four it's months. been a while. Yeah, it's been three or four months. I got a real mm-hmm. job. I just can't. <laughs> you know how long it's been since I've podcasted? I don't really care. 26 years. <laughs> bring that up uh, close to your mouth, Jeffrey, so we won't get a lot of You want me to stick echo. it in my mouth? No. Can you hear me good. now? Yep, I can hear you now. Hey, uh-huh. Hunter Lee, Eugene. Who? So Eugene. We, what does that mean? So we are... Eugene. Yeah, Hunter Eugene and Derek Edward. What no, you're going to notice tonight... Name. What you're going to notice tonight is me and Fro. Fro, it's been three months. Chase and... Uh, Jordan are otherwise disposed. Chase, I don't think, is missed in about two years. But uh, he don't have a real job. Yeah, well, he'll he'll be going through withdrawals now. He'll be he'll probably try to leave wherever Call. he's at and get here. Yeah. But now, uh, so since me and Fro were going Fro on the podcast, we decided what better guest to have than the guest we haven't had. And I had the Hunter's been here once. When him and Lexi were dating, mm-hmm. he's up here briefly for about 15 minutes. 15 minutes? But I've got my other son-in-law, Derek Harrington. So, everybody welcome Hunter Wilkes and Derek Harrington Woo! to Small Town Famous. This is Small Town Famous. The, the best, biggest little podcast the biggest out there. biggest or the best? It's the best and the biggest podcast in Taylor, Arkansas. Man, I miss doing this. Well, get it started. Ask my wife. That's why you can't podcast? Yes, my wife won't let me. I got to mm. get home and feed the kids and cook supper. Why can't she do that? Why don't you call her up and ask her nope. that? <laughs> what was coming up? Uh, I heard I was listening to the news about the Taliban. Something about the Taliban that came back up. Then we yeah, made some. We, we did. made an, agree, we, we made an agreement. An agreement with them. Then they, uh, then they cheated on us, them. and we bombed the mess out of them again. Well, it made me think about the. Uh, about the old Toby Keith song. I hadn't heard it in a long time, so I listened to it the other night. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, when they put a boot in their butt. Is that the one? We call it the Taliban song. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> snap your fingers. Come on. middle-aged middle eastern camel herding man oh, <laughs> two-bedroom cave here in north afghanistan <laughs> things used to be real nice and they got out of hand since they moved in they call themselves the taliban Now I ain't seen my wife's face since they came here. They make her wear a scarf over her head that covers her from ear to ear. She loves the desert and the hot white sand, but man, she just like me. No, she can't stand the Taliban. The Taliban, baby. I like that. 
But you know someday soon we're both gonna saddle up and it'll be ride camel ride. <laughs> <laughs> My old lady, she be here with me, just smiling right by my side. We should do just fine out around Palestine or maybe Turkmenistan. We'll bid a fair ado and flip the finger to the Taliban. I like that. <laughs> I know where you're coming from, brother. <laughs> this is a patriotic love song, so y'all feel free to salute if you want to. I'll give you permission. Now they attacked New York City Cause they thought they could win Said they would stand and fight Until the very bloody end Mr. Bush got on the phone With Iraq and Iran And said now you sons of- I'll cut that <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about that Anyway yeah. The Taliban song That brought back memories, man That was back in uh, 2000 and, whew, 2003 I was three. You were three years old in 2003. Good night. Oh, Lord. You was born in 2000. You were when? You were ten what? years old. You were 10. Mm-hmm. So you remember 9 11. So you were. You- I remember where I was at. I don't really remember much about yeah. it. I remember my, uh, my teacher leaving the room crying. And that's yeah. all I remember about it. Yeah. It was real, man. Where were you at? I Jeff? can't remember. I really can't. Real. It's all been a big blur. Do you know what happened? Yeah. You. That's all a conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, we'll get in that. We'll get it. We'll have to get in some of that later. Maybe call Hayden. Okay. Uh, you know, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> but you know the good thing <laughs> about straighten tonight, that out. Hayden Dupree, <laughs> not yeah. Hayden Wood. But uh, the good thing about tonight, we got two former baseball players because I couldn't cut it. They right. were no good. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Oh, wow. I want y'all's opinion on the Astros thing. Uh, that is his, Hunter, you go y'all first. know that that is his beloved team. Yeah, that's my beloved team. Make sure you fellas speak into the mics all so right. we can hear you. What's your wonderful voice? That's for my opinion. <laughs> uh, all right, but all I saw was high school level pitching. And uh, for a decent high school pitcher, let's say he's throwing mid 80s, and he comes in with a, you know, a 65 mile an hour curveball. You don't know what's coming. It's going to yeah. trip you up every now and then. Just depends. Depends, it depends on how, on how you bat. If you got good balance, you can uh, wait on that sixty-five miles an hour. It depends on how. I'm not debating it. I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, go ahead. And as for pro level pitching, knowing when an off speed pitch is coming, uh, that's a huge advantage. I don't say revoke the World Series. I'm not going that far. What I am saying. Is that if they can get away with that, then Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. I agree. With uh, that. I agree. With, we we have debate. Pete Rose definitely okay. he should be in the Hall of Fame no matter what. Anyway, for sure. Derek, yeah. what do you think? First, hang on before you say something. Let me say this: When twenty years ago, twenty something years ago, when I played, well, even thirty years ago, when I played little league ball, we always stole the other coach's signs. For sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, he touched his cap. Yeah, he did his arm. For sure. But it is a little different when using technology. And, and hundreds of millions of dollars are on the line. Absolutely. But but I get what you're saying. But like Will Clark, have y'all seen Will Clark? You too, Will Clark, answering that question. And they asked him, what is your opinion on the Astros cheating? He sat there and he said, how did I say this 
in a political way. He said, they got caught and we didn't. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's kind of like, and not to change, I'm not going to change subjects, but like NASCAR, when they get caught, he says, everybody's doing it. Yeah. He said, if you're not cheating, you're not really racing. He said, everybody cheats. Ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's right. Yeah. So if, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. If you're not cheating, you're going to, you're going to get passed up. So everybody's yeah. looking for that advantage until you get caught and then they have to pass a rule against it. So, yeah. all right. So here's, so let's give some background. Yeah. So now Hunter played, uh, had a, had a great high school career, played travel ball, Got a scholarship to SA to Southern Arkansas University to play baseball, um, and great prospect. Uh, surrendered to the ministry, left that life. He turned the page on that. Left that life behind. Thinking so all that he, money. Anyway. Jesus, move, he put brother. Jesus for baseball. Uh. So then Derek. To, uh, now I always get confused sometimes on, on exactly on your baseball career. But you played baseball. What high school did you play? You played all your high school at one place? Mm-hmm. I played all four years of high school at Menden High School. And then uh, I was recruited by LSU Eunice uh, for a junior college. I was not on scholarship there. Uh, spent two years there. And then after that, went to University of Louisiana Lafayette. But yeah, I got four years of collegiate baseball. But I mean, it's not NCAA, all four, but... But did y'all play. cheat? But you, but you did play. <laughs> but you played. You played D one for two years. I did. I played D one for two years, and I have uh, got to go to the super regionals my junior year, and we hosted the regional, uh, or we went to supers my junior year, and we hosted a regional my senior year. Now, from your standpoint, see, and both of y'all saw top level pitching. You did Hunter when you yeah. when you did when you pr- travel ball. I mean, you saw some heat, right? And not comparable to. Now you saw it consistently. Right. When you got the D one, you were seeing consist ninety miles an hour, just consistent. Usually, a Friday night guy was usually about ninety ninety two till they get pulled. What's your thoughts on, on the whole deal? Did 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 y'all did y'all try to get an advantage every once in a while, or what's the truth there? I think the big difference between the Astros is that they were using uh, a live feed from center field, which I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but when they did it. It wasn't against the rules to have that line feed from center field. And then the following year, they made it a rule mm. to not have that line feed from center field. So technically, what, to my understanding, what they did was not illegal. They just did it before they got put on, it got put on the rule book. But as Jeffrey said, I mean, it's always been a part of the game, trying to, trying to find an edge, trying to get a, get ahead of a pitcher. I, I mean, did it in high school. Whenever you was on second base leading off, you looked at the catcher signs, and we've held up two fingers before. We, hey, yeah, I mean, see what he's throwing. I mean, I've had <clears throat> practices where it's only about trying to steal the sign from second base and trying to relay it to the hitter. I mean, we've yeah. I've had an entire practice about that. I mean, it's always hitting is probably the most difficult thing in sports, especially in that league. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, people are throwing 92, 94, two seamers, and then throwing a 87 mile an hour slider. I mean, you can't really tell the difference. One's going into you and the other one's going away for you until it starts cutting. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. a huge difference. It's not going up there with a softball and just waiting for it to come down. So if you heard a if you heard a would that have helped? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean there has been multiple times where our coaches had uh, signs from the pitching coach and they would wait until they knew the sign and our first name would be fastball and our last name would be 
off speed. We did that in high school. And if he if he knew the exact pitch, he would give us our number, and it would mm. be the whatever pitch he knew was coming. But you go look mm. at the statistics of the Astros at home that year. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was their, incredible. Their, their, their averages were incredible compared to home versus away, yeah. especially in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about whenever. Well, uh, no, wait, wait, wait. No, what year? 2017. Okay, I'm no, talking no, about no. this past well, year. Yeah, no, actually, to debate that, I, I I watched a video because I knew we'd bring this. We would be talking about this some tonight. So I watched a video, <clears throat> and it actually yourself. showed um, that 2017 their away statistics were better. Really? Except for base stealing. We're talking about record or every no, other, every no, other no, no. category? Slugging, slugging really? home runs, strikeout percentage. Strikeouts, the only percentage that was less were strikeouts. Now, the one thing that it, where it did make a statistical anomaly was after May the 19th. So when the, when the trash can hitting started, right. you did notice at home. I may have they, been. Yeah. So that, so there, is where you're absolutely right. I was talking about this past home, year during the playoffs. But the home statistics, yeah. the home statistics skyrocketed right. once the trash can beating started yeah. at home. But as far as their overall hitting, they actually did better without it. And the argument I heard was like, when you have your true pure hitters that are just good, yeah, they don't want to cheat. They don't want to know because they don't want to have to concentrate on, okay, they're right. going to bang the trash can or something like that. They just want to hit. They just want to hit. Right. Another thing is, is when, when they... When they know all speed's coming, they're like, ooh, hopefully he'll hang it. Right. Hopefully he'll hang it. And then they're anxious mm-hmm. and they'll tense up and swing it, try to, yeah. try to, or chase it in the dirt mm-hmm. or something like that. I uh, saw a lot, a lot of times when I saw them, uh, when they'd bang the trash can twice, it was, be, it'd be all speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they were popping it up, dribbling right. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were so ready for it and they would swing at trash and, and things like that, even though they knew it. Re- because, I mean, the ball's still coming 90 miles an hour. For real. Yeah. Yeah. You still got to hit it. It's still, still hard. You still, you still got uh, yes. to put a good swing. Still got to square it up. But statistically, if you take that over 100 and so many games, it that's where it adds up. Now, we can sit here and talk about how the Astros cheated or whatnot, but either way, did they the cheat, Astros did they cheat? The Astros team <laughs> is still incredibly talented with what they yeah. have. And they will be for a long time because they're young. Uh, I think either way they would have won the World Series. I figure they have about three to five more years, and I think they're going to play out. A little bit. That's just my opinion. So, what's the punishment ultimately going to be? I mean, uh, I think they're about they're done because somebody was talking about are they going to take away any draft picks or anything like that? I don't, I don't know, they're, but they're so, so talented. I mean, it really doesn't. doesn't I, I agree with you. I think. I mean, they would have been in 2017. They would have won right. regardless because the cheating didn't start till later. Also, you got Tom Brady cheats. Yeah. You know, and yeah. they really didn't do nothing with him but suspend him a few games. And and they didn't fire Pukacek. Yeah. Bilicek. I call him Pukacek. I don't mm-hmm. like him. They didn't fire him for cheating. And they had proof. So yeah. it depends on. So in some case, yeah, some people argue that the Astros went overboard. That they, I think they did. They I think they should have. Well, well, the Major League Baseball, they went overboard. I mean, uh, they didn't. All they did was suspend him for a full year. Yeah. AJ the organization Hinch. Yeah. went overboard. Yeah. yeah. But it could just tarnish their name. I mean, once right. you, you know, perception's reality, and once somebody calls you a cheater, I mean, that's all you everybody's going to think the Astros. If the Astros yeah. win the World Series this year, they're going to be known as cheaters. That's right. No matter what they do. Yep. They're always, it's always going to have that uh, hanging, hanging over. They ain't going to win anyway. Yankees going to win it. That's what so. money gets you. Derek, who's your favorite Major League Baseball team? Uh, I mean, after, after playing a few years of baseball, I stopped. I stopped really having a favorite mm-hmm. baseball team. I started having favorite baseball players. We'll get uh, to most, that in a little bit. What's your favorite team? 
<laughs> I mean, I don't really. Who was your favorite really, team growing up when you was like? The Atlanta Braves. Only because uh, my dad was a enough. fan. Okay. Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones, um, John Smoltz. Who's your favorite? I grew up watching the Rangers. Uh, like Derek said, I don't really watch anymore. Player-wise, we're talking about like attitude. Yeah, player-wise. Probably yeah. Mike Trout with his attitude. But as Mike for Trout's mechanics good. and swing and passion, probably Bryce Harper. Um, I, I hate his attitude. Well, I hate but, his but attitude. But as for his swing and everything. Who's Duke your favorite player? Yeah. Derek. Hmm. I don't know. My favorite's Nolan Ryan always has been, yeah. always will be. But as oh. for the present players, present player, I like Mike Trout. He's just mm-hmm. humble and classy. He loves the game. Mm-hmm. You know, he don't, he's staying with one team, the yeah, Angels, right. and making plenty of money and hitting 30 to 40 home runs every year, stealing 40 bases. Mm-hmm. He's another Willie Mays. Right. I like someone that's loyal to their, to their team, yep. to the one that, sure. made, that, I mean, Mike Trout would have been success, successful no matter where. Well, my goes, top three but, players be Derek yeah. Jeter, and he's a Yankee. Absolutely, Derek, Derek Jeter. Jeter, and he's a, a Yankee, captain. but he's Mr. Clutch. So. Yeah, he can't deny. I mean, he's like a Le- he's like a LeBron James. You, you, I don't. I I I hated Derek, G- Derek Jeter because we played against him. Right. Yeah. Let me ask you this then. Yeah. Ozzy Smith or Derek Jeter? They both play better. Who would you? Who do you like better? Oh, Ozzy Smith. He was more entertaining. Yeah, doing Def- the back doing back flips and all that. Except Cardinals were my team uh, growing up, and then I switched to the switched to the Rangers in the mid two thousands. Those were the fun days back yeah. in back in you know oh eight oh nine maybe even through twelve with Josh Hamilton, yeah, Bell yeah. Trey. Yeah, now Hunter you, got to meet Josh. Yeah, Hamilton. you met yeah, Josh Hamilton at Top Golf. That's crazy. <laughs> so t- tell us that story. Well, uh, it was. Uh, I guess you can call it a senior trip. It was us and was a few baseball high? buddies. No, we were not high. <laughs> Was he high? Though? No, he was not high. <laughs> okay, he was with his children. No, we uh, we <laughs> went to uh, <laughs> that don't mean that. that's just a cover up around yeah. the Taylor area. We, uh, <laughs> we went to Top Golf. I don't know, maybe on a, a Friday uh, before we went and saw a Rangers game. And the next day we had nothing to do. We um, it was a few hours to the game, so we decided to go back uh, just for about an hour and play. And uh, it was an hour wait, and so we just went to Walmart or something, just wasting time. We got back there. Our uh, our place was available. So we went up there and we were just, you know, hitting golf balls. And I think we had about five minutes left and you can renew another hour or get another hour up there on your dock. And so, you know, we decided we might as well go ahead. And, uh, the people that were beside us left and this big old tall dude with his three little girls came up, started hitting golf balls. And, uh, me and my buddy who were big Rangers fans, we looked over and saw the tattoos and he said, dude, that looks like Josh Hamilton's tattoos. And so I looked up Josh Hamilton tattoos. You know that they they yeah. have the tattoo sleeves that people buy or whatever uh, mm-hmm. the armbands for baseball. And I looked up pictures of those and it was identical. Wow! I was okay, like, dude, that's Josh Hamilton. And Raylan, my friend, was go talk to him. I was like, man, you know, I'm scared. Yeah, sure. And so man. eventually, right when our time runs up, I go up to Josh and. Just by the way, he cannot hit a golf ball. <laughs> he cannot hit a golf. He can hit a baseball. It's a lot Mike, different. Mike Trout can hit a golf ball. I saw it on Twitter. I saw it on Twitter today. Yeah, I saw. I saw that earlier. But anyways, when our time was up, I went up to him and uh, one of the most nervous moments. I said, "Mr. Hamilton, can I take a picture with you?" <laughs> and so we got up there and took a picture with him, and uh, he just talked to us for about five minutes. Just uh, he said he's enjoying life. He's glad he got out of the league. Uh, he's living somewhere near Dallas on yeah. the outskirts somewhere. 
on his farm. He said he was waiting for hunting season and he was fishing a little bit. And that's cool. Uh, uh, I didn't get an autograph. The other guys did, but I, I just wanted a picture yeah. with them. So we got cool. our picture and uh, he gave him the autograph, wrote a Bible verse on each of their autographs. And uh, yeah. the thing, uh, I mean, it was a God thing. It really was. But I don't know why. I don't know how, but we were about to leave. Yeah. And we didn't even want to be at this this bay where we were hitting. We'd rather be all the way at the top, but we had mm-hmm. to go there. We're about to leave, and here he comes. Wrote a Bible verse on it. Was just, it was really cool. What was, Bible verse did he write? Do you remember? I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't get an autograph with the Bible verse. Oh, I don't right. know what that's he right. wrote on that's theirs. Right. Do you think snort? Probably something you, like that. Do you think? Uh, do you think calling him Mister Hamilton probably? Do you feel like it was like? All right, this is a respectful kid. Yeah, I was. You know, I didn't. Bit. I don't want to seem like some you know trashy person or someone who because yeah. you know hey, Josh. Uh, hey, yo, Josh. a lot of people yeah. in the Dallas yeah. Arlington area did not invite him back when he came back to the mm. Rangers. They did not like him anymore. He was not. Yeah, no. he was not welcome. He was. He was. We he lost. We it. loved it. Oh yeah, for sure. I was we, there. I was thrilled to death. I was, I was there his second game back yeah. to the Rangers, and he dropped two home runs. And now we were right there above home plate, and it was awesome. Yeah, but uh, most people, I mean, there were boos when he got up to the plate. Yeah. From his home stadium, so yeah, but uh, yeah, it was a really cool experience. So, um, both my boys are are preachers. They've been uh, supposed so how, to be. How long have y'all been preaching now? We've been preaching about the same length, haven't we? You surrendered at church camp mm-hmm. July fourth, fifth, fifth, and I surrendered August twelfth. So about a month and a week after, a yeah. month yeah. and eight days. If you do your math right, yeah. <laughs> you know, learning how to preach. I don't know how to add. They don't teach us that in school. <laughs> oh, who's your math teach teacher then? We don't have a math teacher at got seminary. A, got an English teacher though. Got an English Sandra teacher. Corley. Well, well, if you count the book of numbers, you don't have to. That's Old Testament. <laughs> we don't study that. What does stack, <laughs> yeah. stacks teach y'all? Church epistles. Church epistles. But we're going through the book of Romans. Stuck on Romans. For yeah, we've been on Romans since the beginning of this. Yeah, I, I got a question. Oh, who's the best preacher between y'all two? There. Hunter Wilkes. I, I told you what they're uh, gonna yeah. say. Yeah, y'all stupid. Um, who's the best preacher? Between Hunter Wilkes, Derek Harrington, Hayden Wilkes, Hayden hey. Dupree, and mm, give us one more option. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> Jared Pickett. <gasps> I haven't heard Pickett preach in a, in a pretty good while. I've only heard him preach one time. You got to give us so, someone more familiar compared to with. a chapel service to compared to what Hayden Preach did is at preaching. Come uh, on. church camp. Uh, I'm pretty sure y'all would know who won. <laughs> All right, so. Everybody who'd listened to the last couple of podcasts know that uh, I'd voted for Hayden to come speak at mm-hmm. our revival. And if you'd heard him speak at, yeah, church camp, you'd know why. He was good. Right. Yeah. But we wound up getting your dad, which I'm thrilled about. I'm thrilled about having, I'm thrilled about having your dad. So you know that whole story. Speaking of dads, that, who would you pick, Tim or Mike? Ooh, good. Who's the better preacher? Better preacher? I'd go with Tim. More knowledgeable? Mike. <laughs> no doubt. So Brother diplomatic. Mike. So diplomatic. No, I mean, that's true. I mean, it's been how do you hearing dad preach? How do you judge right. preachers? I mean, they're both preaching the word and they have different aspects in how they preach, how they present. Uh, Brother Mike, he has a he has a way of reaching I don't know. He I love Being personal, Brother Mike kinda. can keep my attention and right. and just I can just focus on him. And my dad sometimes he can keep my focus and sometimes he'll ramble off, go ca- chase a rabbit and I'll just Kind of dozes off, but then sometimes he has me like in the zone. Like, uh, all right, let's let's do this, brother Mike, brother Micah, Micah, Micah Carter, brother Micah, brother <laughs> Nathan, <gasps> mm. Nathan Llewellyn, or Micah Carter. 
Mm. Who will listen to I've this. never heard Brother Nathan, so <laughs> Brother it's Nathan good. can freaking can bring it on. Bring it. Yeah. That little skinny sucker. As long as the wind ain't blowing too hard, he'll stand, he'll stand up there and deliver it. <laughs> he weighs about 95 pounds soaking wet. I've I never seen I, somebody's stomach still touch have to go with bone. Brother Micah. I think I would. think so. Mm. He's a. Uh, here, you know, I heard Micah preach more than Nathan because Micah preached just about every church camp service I've mm-hmm. ever been at, really. Mm-hmm. And he has a way of simplifying the Bible so to everyone. much to, to everyone. He goes mm-hmm. to everyone. Where even the little kid can understand what he's saying. And he has their full attention. And even Who's you know, this? this Micah Carter. Brother Micah. Even the Cecil Harringtons, you know, who mm-hmm. you think knows everything, the, the old man <laughs> in the ministry can still get something out of it. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'd still go with Micah now. If you ask me Micah versus Jason Abair, I may have a different story. Oh. Uh, Brother Micah versus Brother Jason Abair. <laughs> Jason Abair preached the sermon where I got saved afterwards, and he preached the sermon where I surrendered to preach. Oh, so you got a And he's a part of, of the family. And, and he's, he's your uncle. Well, yeah. I picked my uncle not, too. Not my, not my boy. <laughs> right. Okay. If you knew tomorrow was your last day on earth, who would you want to preach? Lexi Nolte. Wait, what, was it, what was the question? If you only had to hear, one, I didn't hear the if, end were, if you knew that you were going to hear just one last preacher, yeah, who would it be? I'd be my papa, Cecil Harrington. That's pretty cool. That's easy pickings right there. Yeah, I'd have to. He passed me for my first. Well, I, I guess I really wasn't his part of his flock. I guess, but uh, he led me to the Lord when I was ten. So I have a deep connection with him. Uh, and then he passed me for a few years. And then he's always been a deep inspiration for me. He's got the world's best handshake. He does. You can, you might be able to go all the <laughs> way to his right elbow. You don't know it. I, I shook his elbow one day. <laughs> he's missing his thumb. Oh, so his right. Yeah. So when and he don't tell you. So he just throws nope. it out there, and you just and you reach out to grab that hand, and it just slides right on up. It's everything wrong. I ain't done. Every, it yet. every every time I introduce him, I made sure, like I told my friends, like, hey, when you go shake his hand, you make sure to get a grip because. Uh, because he's got a, he's got a man shake and you want to be prepared. So every time they're going in, full throttle, <laughs> and they, all they go all the way up. Yeah. Just make and sure he gets them every time. That web to web. Make sure you get that web. <laughs> mm. <laughs> another another thing he'll do. Like if you don't like if you like grab the top, he'll wiggle his nub and it feels <laughs> awful. <laughs> <It's> so, <laughs> so, uh, uh, I can see him doing it. He's so funny. And about he'll just that. he'll just start laughing. You're just like. <laughs> I can see him freaking yeah. kids out, like sticking stick his nut like his, his th- stick his nub up to his nose. Mm. <laughs> well, he's got he got his uh his thumb shot off and half of his pinky, so he could probably do it with his pinky, like <laughs> like he's picking his brain or something. Yeah. So is that what happened to his hand? He yeah, got- he when he was thirteen, he was uh they were deer hunting, or I think they were like hunting with dogs. I think maybe. But uh, a buck ran across the road, and he went to jump out of the truck and dropped his shotgun, and he grabbed it somehow. I don't really know exactly how it happened, but somehow he grabbed the shotgun and hit the ground. It went off. It shot his pinky or half his pinky off, shot his thumb off where it was just hanging by the skin, mm. uh, and then like went up his went up his belly, came out uh, in his peck, and then went into his mouth and knocked out a couple teeth. And he says he has to he had to have swallowed the buckshot, otherwise it would have. He either spit it out, swallowed it, or it would have went in his brain. Did so. he? Did he get the deer? No. <laughs> I got a question. No. Was he road hunting? And this was back in. This was different. This was different days. Statute of limitations is run out. And your brother a game? Was he in Walker? My free? brother is a game. <laughs> your brother is no. He was. Uh, he was that. probably on their farm. Uh, <clears> to be honest. <clears> so. Well, since y'all are studying Romans, let's 
Let me give you a quick quiz. I've right. been Let's open this. up the Bible app. No, 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 no. Yeah, I got no, you. Bible no, memory, no, boy. No, no, no. Look, I'm this in loop is, uh, right now. And we're going to do, these are intermediate, because beginner was just kind of ridiculous. Hunter has to answer Hunter, first. you can go. For, no, oh. Well, I'll let Hunter go, because there's five questions each. <laughs> oh, so I get three of them. No, you're going to get, you'll get you five. You get two and, and a half. Oh, okay, and okay, get, okay. Oh, you ready? All right. Paul. Yeah. Apostle you know Paul. What I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Paul <laughs> refers to righteous persons dying with Christ. What does he mean by the word death? It's multiple choice. A, physical death. B, death until our, uh, unto our own desires. C, both A and B. Or D, <laughs> death unto our sins. Dying with Christ. Can we can we get a uh, the chapter? No. Just pick C. Uh, mm, I'm picking D. I'm gonna go with D. Okay. Question two. Okay. Oh, Paul made I'm a re- Paul made a reference to scripture that described a stumbling block placed before the Jews. Right. What was this stumbling block? Jesus, God's law, righteousness, or meekness? Jesus. Three. What, <laughs> what act now fulfills God's law, according to Paul? Love, not committing adultery, abstaining from killing, none of the above. Love. Ooh, none of the, hold up. Repeat the question real quick. Just one more time. What act now fulfills God's law, according to Paul? Love, not committing adultery, abstaining from killing. Uh, we know those names. I'm going to go with love. So basically love or none of the I'm above. I'm going to go with love. According to Paul in Romans chapter 6. Oh. What are the wages of sin? Death. Let's go. Death. Physical uh, and yep. spiritual. What tribe of Israel did Choctaw. the Apostle Paul belong to? Benjamin. All right. Check your answers. Drum roll. 80%. Number one, your choice, death unto uh, our sins. No, death unto our own desires. See, yeah, I was what confused about that because Romans, our desires are sin. Romans 6.6. 6. Trick question. Number two was Jesus. You are correct. That's a stumbling block to the Jews. What act? Your choice. Love. Correct. Romans thirteen eight. According to Paul, mm. wages of sin, death. Romans what? Six twenty three. There you go. What tribe of Israel? Benjamin. Correct. Romans eleven. Eighty percent. You made eighty percent. I passed. You passed. That's that, right. That was intermediate. I can go to heaven now. But you <gasps> are in seminary. So everybody, everybody keep that in mind. I'm a, I'm a student. Two years. I am I'm a not student. a teacher. Are you in right, second so, year? Second year. Let's just remember that Hunter uh, has been a preacher longer than I have. Yeah, for a point. Don't throw that out there. For you. Exactly. Like seven years just older than me. But it was under Brother Mike. So <laughs> let's see. And then y'all are going to ask me five of them in the beginner. In the beginner. Not doing immediate. Or in the beginner. Whatever you want to call it. In the beginning. All right, Derek. Paul said that if Christ is in you, the body is what? Free, dead, alive, strong. That's easy. I'm going to say alive. Why was Paul so worried about his Jewish brothers who did not accept Jesus as the Christ? Paul was angry with them. Paul knew that to accept God was to accept Jesus. Paul was a Gentile, or Paul thought the Jews were despicable. Uh, <laughs> the one that only made sense. <laughs> Paul was angry with them? No. Paul knew that to accept God yes. was to accept Jesus. Yes. Okay. Paul says that God's people, both Jews and Gentiles, would refrain from judging one another concerning the laws of God. 
Why? Jews don't know God's law. Gentiles don't know God's law. What is right from one may be wrong for another. Only priests can determine right from wrong. Gentiles do not know the law. Four, Paul instructs the Jews to avoid what type of teaching? From the New Testament? (laughs) (laughs) From the (laughs) trick question. From the book of Hezekiah. Uh, From the Old Testament. Okay, so Paul instructs the Jews to avoid what type of teaching? From the New Testament? (laughs) From the Old Testament. Teachings from Jewish leaders or those who cause divisions contrary to the Bible. Divisions contrary to the Bible. (laughs) In the book of Romans, to what two groups of people did the Apostle Paul say he was a debtor? To the Jews and Gentiles? To the Greeks and the barbarians? To men and women? To Americans and Europeans? Amen. (laughs) To the Greeks and to the barbarians. Let's check your answers. Uh, Paul said, if Christ is in you, the body is what? You said, alive. It is Romans 8.10, the body is dead. But the spirit spirit is alive. While Paul worried about Jewish brothers, he knew to accept God was to accept Jesus. That is correct. Paul says, why was Paul so worried about that? No, he said uh, they should refrain from judging one another concerning the laws of God. You said Gentiles don't know God's law. The correct answer is what is right for one may be wrong for another. That's Romans 14.20. Because like eating meat is neither good or bad. It's done with a clear conscience of faith. All right, four, Paul, a correct answer was those who cause divisions contrary to the Bible. You got that one right. Yeah. And number five, who is he debtor to? Greeks and barbarians. That is correct. Romans 114. So you scored 60. But here's where it's about to get hard. No. I failed. All right. That's okay. Failure. No, I call it school. Expert. Ask me. I'm an expert. You got Jesus. Yeah. Apostle Paul. Right. Brother Joe. Then me. Why are you under Brother Joe? When, I, li- when I'm on listen- my knees, he- I'm shorter than him. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeffrey, I'll put yours on expert. That's fine. Oh, According to the book of Romans, how does faith come? By talking, praying, worshiping, praising, or hearing the word of God? Hearing the word of God. Amen. God justifies people by which of the following? Law, deeds, faith, or all the above. These are not experts. <laughs> these are easy. All these, the are, these are beginner. You put them on beginner, didn't you? All this the above. Is not all the above. Okay. <laughs> what, what is, in quotes, the law spoken of by Paul in the book of Romans? God's law given to the Old, <laughs> given to the Old Testament Jewish people. All established laws under national governments. The law given by Jesus or any law ever created by man. See, <laughs> Paul said that death, life, tribulation, persecution, and other events will not separate us from what? Church, law, God's love, Satan's power. God's love. Hey. Whom should we please um, our through wives. helpfulness oh. and mercy, according to Paul? Our neighbors in Christ, our enemies, ourselves, our immediate families. The first one. Our neighbors Ooh. in Christ. Check your answers. He was correct on number one. It is hearing the word of God. Number two, we're justified. He said all the above. We're justified by the law, deeds, and faith. We're justified and by faith. And nobody going to heaven. <laughs> we're in trouble. Uh, what is, <laughs> what's the law spoken of by Paul? God's law given in the Old Testament. Uh, he said laws given by Jesus. Uh, let's see. Um, Paul's. Well, technically. You did get God's love. <laughs> That's right. And our neighbors in Christ, you got that. Right. 60. You scored 60%. Uh, not yeah. Bad, not bad. Woo. 
Millionaire. Right. Some now, thieves. Was that beginner or expert? That was. No, uh, don't answer that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was definitely beginner. Okay. So, this is not in the book of Romans. Okay. Oh, no. This oh, is the final round. Man. That's you must, uh, <clears throat> no pun intended, redeem yourself, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> in the book of, we've never had just a. Redemption's uh, only we've by We've never the had blood. just a Christian Bible talking podcast. But, well, I did with Bob Smiley. Yeah, but it gets kind of old, and I'm kind of. My ADD is about to. You're already bored with it. Pretty much. Uh, I, forget you wow. I get enough on it on Sunday <laughs> Bored with the Bible. <laughs> bored with the Bible. Oh, man. <clears throat> In the book of Esther. Who, I'm going to name my next Who child, was Esther. Haman's wife? Esther, Ruth, Zeresh, or Hagar? I'm sorry. Whatever Derek said. C is. Let's see. Zeresh, okay. How many Zeresh. men did the Jews destroy in Shushan, the citadel, the first day of fighting? 500, 1,000, 250, or 1,500? This is the easy one. How many men did the Jews destroy in Shushan, the citadel, the first day of fighting? Nobody cares about the Jews. I'm going to go with the thousand. <laughs> ben Shapiro, we love yeah. We love He's ben. orthodox. I'm going to go with the thousand. Okay. Nice round number. All right. What happened to Haman's sons after King Ahasuerus? I can never say. King Xerxes. Had him killed. Is this Old Testament? They became slaves. Absolutely. Were exiled. I'm saying, is it were, strictly? It looks like it. Were rewarded, were killed. Killed. It actually looks like this is all from Esther. I think they got killed. King Zertek. I'm going to say they were exiled. Because I don't know. After Haman, yeah, this is Esther. After Haman died, Mordecai was second only to Esther, King Xerxes, Vashti, or Harbana. King Xerxes? <laughs> I don't even know. Some kind of sinus really? medicine. We have not gone through the book of Esther, and neither have I. And I know why. I've read it, though. Right? Of course Barely. we've read it. It doesn't have but God be, in it. Be, uh, <laughs> it doesn't have God written in it. We can see you don't his, know the story about it. We well, can he's see talking God's provision to Esther, and he's like, how do you know Esther. that you, know, you weren't, you know, this didn't occur for you to be brought for a time such Like the book of Enoch? So, all right, oh, last hey, one. Man. Whose ten sons were hanged? Mordecai's, Haman's, Xerxes, Ruth's, or Abednego's? Well, it's not Abednego. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Haman's. It's not Ruth. I'm going to go with Mordecai. Check your answers. 20%. In the book of Ezra, who was Haman's wife? Zeresh. Correct. Thanks, How Derek. many men? 500. Esther 9 6. Which Shouldn't have known that. Yeah, it was seen. Um, Xerxes um, had the the boys killed. How did Haman die? Mordecai was second only to King Xerxes. Ooh, correct. Ooh, good job. Whose ten sons were hanged? You said Mordecai's. It was Haman's. I told you. He scored forty percent. It's not bad. All right, now I'll get you in the Hall of Fame. Who's Hall of Fame? MLB. All right, we'll so this um, will be out of the book of Isaiah. Hey, oh, hey, hang very, on. A very easy book. Time out. We got to do one in Ephesians. Why? Yeah, we'll talk about it. Because he loves talking about anything Ephesians. that has to do with what? what submit, submit, boy. Submission. All right. I'm going to fail. In Isaiah chapter one, what did God say he had do to Zion? Invade it, destroy it, redeem it, or move it? I'm going to go with redeem. Second question. Cease ye from blank whose breath is in his nostrils. Cease ye from Isaiah, Satan, God, or man? I don't even understand the question. I don't know. Just say Let's go with C. God's answer everything. How? Okay. <laughs> what was C? What was C? God. I'll do it. How many it. wings 
does a seraphim have? Do I get a multiple choice? Oh, six, two, <laughs> four, nine. I'm going to go with six. In Isaiah chapter six, who did Isaiah see? The king of Israel. God, his father, or his son? God. In Isaiah chapter nine, what does Isaiah call Christ? Wonderful, counselor, everlasting father, prince of peace, or all of the above? Oh, my all goodness. of the above. Easy Did pickings. Derek redeem himself? I bet he got 60%. Isaiah 9, 6. Number one, redeem. Correct. Right. Number two, see she from <laughs> man whose breath is in his nostrils. Isaiah she, What is that? See she. How many wings does a seraphim have? Six. If you would have said eight, I would have gone with eight. Mm-hmm. Two covers thing. the face, two cover the feet, and two fly. Um, who did he see? God, of course. Holy, holy, Same chapter. Holy. Uh, chapter nine. What does Isaiah call Christ? All of the above. Correct. You scored 80%. That means he passed. I passed. Pass. He passed. So y'all, y'all both had a 16 and you both had an 80. So, all right. So, okay. Let's not talk about church. <laughs> um, when y'all two... When y'all started dating his daughters, oh boy. name one thing that you didn't like about Alan and one thing that you did like about Alan. <laughs> Derek, well, what was one thing that you didn't like? I could think of one right he off the bat. He vaped. Huh? <laughs> he, oh, he vaped? That was a safe answer. Okay. What, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. What did you like about him? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I, got, <laughs> I mean, wow. I don't know. He was taller than me. <laughs> He has a nice beard. Oh my gosh! Give a real answer, dude. I don't know. That's, that's a tough set. That's a tough question. Okay, your turn, Hunter. All right. Disliking me should be a tough question. Let me start. <laughs> let me start off by giving an intro. Oh, uh, so, what, what I did. What, what I do. This is this is disclosures. What this, I do. Listen, Linda. Listen, listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Have you seen a little uh, Hispanic kid that says, listen, Linda, listen, Linda? No. no I've never seen that video. Oh you gosh. never seen you, it? No. Yeah, okay. Seen All right. One thing I did like, filthy rich. <laughs> Good grief. One thing I didn't like, didn't share his money with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alan. Hmm? Why? Well, what your turn. This is my show. Oh, listen, boy. Just li- listen. Oh, right. same thing. What was one thing that you did not like about Derek? <laughs> This is just whenever y'all first saw each other. He's taller know. than me. When they first saw each other? Yeah, whenever y'all you started talking or whatever. Oh, when they first started dating. Jealous of the truck. That was a nice truck. Yeah, that was a sweet ride you had. That's why I got what I got. What <laughs> um, up? What I didn't like. I like being me a tall because if, if everything worked out, I wanted to have a tall. Uh, I, 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 I look, I'm trying to, okay. Can't sing. It's true. Hmm. You can't sing either. Dan? Can't sing. I can't either, brother. Can you sing? That's honey? one of the first no. questions he asked me. He asked me um, if I could sing, and he, I was like, "No." <laughs> he always wore warm ups. Absolutely. Okay. What, what was, are what are warm ups? What was one thing that you liked? Jogging pants. Jogging pants. Oh, you know how Lexi always yeah. makes fun of my tie. Yeah, that's your jams. Pants. He always wore jams and white trash. Okay, so that's one thing that Comfy. you liked about it. That, golly. Was he a preacher whenever he started dating? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Probably the number one thing that was that he was a preacher. That so that he was a man of God. Now that's the good political answer and everything, but but truly but is truly. is that because I know what Emily had prayed for and he was a man of God. So yeah. Okay. All right. Now your shortest son in law. 
I'm taller no, than Derek. Sure. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how tall are you? He actually, he is taller than me. Derek, did you grow? Derek, Derek, Derek looks tall. Derek looks tall. He has a long torso. I didn't know that. He wears a size 32 inch pant leg. He, he actually can wear my pants. Hey, yeah, I wear 34, 36 length. Yeah, hey, he's 30, I got yeah, long he's legs. Actually Off the record, yeah. I had an uncle that had 50, 32 pants. Think about that. Anyway. <laughs> 50 like in width. waist. Yeah, 50, 32. I got an uncle that's like that too. <laughs> anyway. I think, I think he was nominated for a revival <laughs> with zero votes. He was nominated and didn't get zero votes. Love you, bro, Jason. All right. So. Um, one thing. I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Just just one thing. He probably didn't um, wear no The mustache. Moment. Yeah, I had to be in the mustache. I didn't have a mustache when we started oh, dating. Oh. Couldn't grow it yet? Nope. <laughs> Because <laughs> this leads to the the because I was wanting you to not stop his disclosure because I wanted to hear it but but he was a little defiant. Okay, last uh, that in a you can elaborate a little What's bit so people don't think I'm an awful person. No, well, no, well <laughs> he had different thoughts on possibly how what Lexi's rules should be. Right. While while she still was under my roof. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Right. So, so what did you like about him? He was a man of God. That uh, he was a Wilkes, come so he come from a good family. Same thing with Derek. He was a Harrington because I you hear from church camp the Harrington boys, yeah, Harrington this, Harrington that. Studs. So, uh, I like that both <laughs> of them were phenomenal baseball players. That's something I really liked. I liked that they were tall. They weren't fat. So they took care of themselves. I, I, honestly, right? Because I knew that you cared about your health. Hey, Tag. I was saying, hey, Tag, what are you doing, buddy? Tag's got Hi, the man. chain, got the bling going. Love yeah. you too, bud. Tag's got a four pack. I can tell you one thing, Tag. I love you, buddy. You want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> this is Tag, and I'm out. Hello. Tag he ain't been on here in a while. Tag. Hey, Tag, do you have a girlfriend? No. He got three. <laughs> you have three girlfriends? What's her names? Shadrach. <laughs> the one Bible, uh, the Bible names that Jeffrey knows. <laughs> did you? Did you tell Hunter goodnight. Yeah, he did. I told he, he, right he, did. Oh, he was first. <laughs> oh, he was first. so. Uh, Tag loves his brothers. I, I know that. that man and Aniston too, and the way they took up with Aniston and Tag. So, me and Derek got along pretty much from the get go. But Emily was older, and Emily we've been praying for a long time for her to have a, have a good godly man. She was floating on a cloud when she met him. And it's all because that Sonic drink. I hooked them up, by the way. That's the ironic thing. People know they've listened to this podcast now for a few, for almost four years. That Emily used to date Hunter's brother, and so we always loved. We got tied in with the Wilkes family there, and we just just fell in love with them. And so it, it was what it was. But the the coolest thing is how the Lord works things out because we knew that there was something. Me and brother Mike would talk about it. There was something between. Lexi and Hunter, but all Hunter could focus on was baseball. But there was something between those two that they just liked each other. You could tell they really liked each other. It was obvious to all of us. Uh, me and brother Mike would talk about it. Man, one day maybe they'll get together. Me and Lexi would talk about it, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> they, so were y'all talking to each other at uh, LOL? They just started pretty much. Yeah, so like when start- we got communication. I, I thought they yeah. were together. Well, at it that was time. there that the little group chat they had was like, it's freaking obvious. Y'all just get yeah. together. That's kind of LOL, after LOL. Right. After Love on Lafayette is what we're talking about. So, yeah, you and Lexi start dating, right? And it's just, bam. I mean, you knew they were they were pretty much together, uh, that that was going to be it. 
And ironically enough, you you know, we already knew who Derek was. And then you had, so you have Hunter introduce Emily to Derek and then they're off. And so it's just, uh, so I thank God for Hayden coming into Emily's life and for that occurring like it was simply because Derek wouldn't be here with us right now. Well, how did y'all know each other though? Family. Church camp. Uh, his brother coached Church me camp. at Minden. Oh, well, our, our three years. My dad and his dad are actually very good yeah, friends. Yeah, they're really friends. Dylan and Hayden are were good friends mm-hmm. in high school too. Uh, so are they close my, to the same my, age? My, so they are the same. No, Dylan's Dylan's a year, year older. older. Okay. Uh, so cool. it was. It was. So it's kind of. It's just. It's awesome how the Lord works all those things out. And Emily, you would keep. Uh, and she's probably showed you this, but she would write things about her. I think she did write a thing to her future husband, like everything that she would want. She would keep a board in her bathroom. And I didn't see this till after she had started dating. I, I was, we were straightening up or something and I found it. And Emily probably killed me if she knew I actually saw it. <laughs> that where she would actually write on a board every quality that she wanted in a, in a man that she would pray to the Lord about. And he fit everyone up. So, <laughs> So what did y'all think about me? I Hunter. knew you. I, I thought didn't. you were. Well, we're going to have to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I want to know what you thought about me and my wife. You know, oh, I've always loved your wife. Absolutely. Okay. She's definitely Derek, the better half. Turn. I'm trying to remember the first time. Where did we meet first time? I don't, I I don't remember. I think you tried to like. Was it church camp? Macho, church. macho got me. I think. Oh, I, I've always. I, I, yeah, I had a macho man him too. I think. Well, I, I think so. Yeah. Like you were. But I mean, Emily, let, he's down. always been very protective over Emily and Lexi right. too. So especially after y'all date, he would definitely he would. Well, he would I definitely remember the first guess. time, you know, back whenever in the summer Hayden and Emily started dating, uh, I would come over here and swim or you know do whatever we would do, and it seems like you know Jeffrey and Miss Amanda were always here. Oh, and yeah. I remember one time, I don't know, me and Lexi were sitting on love seat or something watching TV, and you were always messing with us, trying to get us to fall in love or whatever. Yeah. It made me really awkward because I knew it was kind of true. <laughs> I was like, I chill, man. Yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting a little red. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember the first time we met. Was it at my house? I wonder. I think. I don't think so. I think it would. Or was I think it, it was here. Was it here? I, think, I think it was. I think it was here. They come over to play spades or something like that, probably. But I don't. If you ever did hearing uh, us all play spades, me and Jeffrey, I would have been on team and we're, we're phenomenal spades partners. Um, Yes, did we it are. did it make y'all question the sanctity of marriage? Especially if you heard oh, me and Amanda. Whether or not no. you wanted to be married. We have to keep our divorce lawyer on speed oh, it's, dial. It's know. on speed dial. It's when on we play speed spades. dial when we play spades because I'll sit my wife and laugh. I'm a sore <laughs> loser and a sore winner. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will talk smack. I'm a sore loser too. But uh you know, Alan, he's not he's neither one really until the women started on it. Alan I go ahead and give Leslie and Amanda that look. If y'all keep on when I beat you next time, I'm gonna talk smack. Now, I think yeah. y'all sold Lexi a little bit because mm-hmm. at Thanksgiving over when we were in was it Emerson? We went to Miss Vicky's house. Is that in Emerson or Bradley? Bradley, 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 Bradley. Yeah, Bradley. One of them towns and well, we were playing spoons yeah. and Lexi was getting so mad. Mm. Competitive. Just, she, I, I, you know, I used to be yeah. that way, but now I'm just like, you know, it's a game. It doesn't matter. There's no mm. reward, but she is a sore loser. And I can thank you, Jeffrey Rogers, for that. <laughs> I did tell, I told Bailey, I said at home here before, if you're not winning, you're not having fun. 
True. We used to, when me and you used to coach uh, T ball, we co- me, and him, me and him would coach T ball, and we would just run the score. Well, you remember, we would, what, and and when we were on defense, we would always, um, we would load the bases, we'd load the bases on purpose and have our our best infielder just, they just, just field all the balls. And go home. Now they make you actually, well, you, you can't just, you have you to bat all the way around, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, now you no, got to throw the ball the first. Now, oh, now really? you, have, you have to throw the ball the and first. And then they do it. Just everybody bats around. I think they call it the uh, the Rogers Nolte rule. You have, to, <laughs> you have to throw the ball because we would put Aniston. <laughs> she was put the fastest. One. She was the fastest one. She would, she could play the entire infield. It was like Deion Sanders playing <laughs> yeah. at, uh, corner cornerback. It's a strategy. And there's Ann. Ann and Banana. Oh, you, with the big smile. You come and tell everybody good night. Come here, honey. Anna, which one's your favorite brother-in-law? Neither. Who? I Neither. Like both of them. <laughs> okay, if you had a choice on your deathbed, Jeffrey, I mean, uh, Anna, who's your favorite that brother-in-law? Gone. That's deep. Oh, I don't have one. Okay. That's right. That's good good choice. Good, good choice. choice. Golly. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I'll address that later with you, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I love you, honey. All right. You got the hiccups? Sound like a pig. And these boys, they they love Aniston. They've helped and they've helped her out with softball and, and stuff on hitting and things like that. But uh me and Hunter. <laughs> I remember I just I don't want had I didn't want to have any more meetings at our table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad that one and was I, the last one. And I don't know if your dad talked to you about the, me, you know, we went and ate with him one night. And uh, and after it was over with, he he apologized to me. Did I tell you about this? Mm-mm. He said, "Alan," he said, "I think I owe you an apology." I said, uh, "What about?" And uh, he said, "Well, I think that I may have sent my son up there to tell you how to raise your kids." <laughs> so he said that uh, all he had told you was what he meant by it was like, "Well." If, if you don't like something, just go talk to right. him. Address the issue. Address the issue. Right. Man, you know, like him, just be a man about it. Right. Go and address the issue. And uh, he didn't realize, and he didn't realize that. Uh, what that he, meant. He unleashed the beast. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, Hunter was going to come in and tell us a thing or two, but it was, uh, but you know, after it was all said and done, here, here's the thing that I love about it, is the fact that, and I, I never had that with, with Derek. Again, but Emily was older and things like that. So it was a little bit different. And we were a little bit more, we had, we raised them differently. We were, Emily, Derek was perfect for because Emily needs, Emily needs that, that security blanket and things that Derek right. provides. Lexi was going to land on her feet no matter what. She, that's the way she is. Right. right? Now, I'd say Emily wouldn't. Right. It, it was just a different type of deal. But, so, but Lexi had a little bit more of that, had to pull back the reins a little bit. Yeah. That now, both of you have who you have, and I think now you understand why we raised oh, them goodness, the way we yeah. raised them. Oh, are y'all kind of happy with who you got? Absolutely. Except <laughs> uh, whenever she, I'll tell you a little something <laughs> yeah, about Lexi. Yeah, so, you know, I would like to know. You know, now. You know she's yeah. a she's a really hard worker. Mm-hmm. She takes pride in what she does in schoolwork and at at work. She's not lazy, but everybody gets in those little moods, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called other, a woman, son. Something like that. Wait till she <laughs> gets uh, pregnant. <laughs> oh, yeah. but uh, the other day, she said, "I finally got the clothes out of the dryer." 
And she does all the laundry pretty much. I do anything. It's her job. That's in the feed. That's right. Go ahead. Okay. Something like that. But uh, she said, I finally got the clothes out of the out of the dryer. I said, well, how long have they been in there? One, two, five days. <laughs> I was yeah. like, they're going to get wrinkled. She says, no. She said, I made sure to go turn it on for about 30 minutes every day so they wouldn't get wrinkled. <laughs> she said, I was too lazy to take them out, though. <laughs> take them out, she just turned it on. Yeah. She is, uh, Lexi is a hard worker. She, and, you know, we made Emily work at DG. And I don't know, when when you turn 16 or 17 or whatever, we just got to work. Right. And, um, so Emily was never afraid to work. She liked to work. Lexi was that kind of an entrepreneurial type right. of spirit. Like she wanted to do her own business. Yeah, and bacon and, hey, promise and, me one thing, and Derek, stuff like that. Derek, promise me one thing. When y'all, whenever y'all have a child, make him work at McDonald's. Don't make any more at Wendy's. What's like the, Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey worked. Uh, he, I worked Jeffrey at started his career at McDonald's. <laughs> my wife worked at Brookshire's right down the road. When I worked at McDonald's, we never did meet. Is in that fact, right? My wife dated one of my friends in high school. I don't doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, it's inside man, joke, It's y'all. me and a man that go at I go at her all the time. Yeah. Back to one more Bible thing. Mm-hmm. Are y'all pre-wrath or post-wrath? <laughs> Post-rapture? Pre-rapture or pre-rapture? Pre-trib or pre-rath? Pre-mid or post-trib? What are you? I gave my question. I'm pre-rath. What are you? I'm pre-trib. That's what I'm talking about. He's pre-trib too. No, he's pre-rath. No, he's pre-trib. He's just trying to please. He's trying to please everybody. (laughs) He's trying to. I believe the entire seven years is. So you're not a mid, and you're not a mid either. Oh. You're not a mid-trib? <laughs> no. That's a pull. So, is your dad a mid-trib? Where did you pick that be. up from? It, it used to be. It used to be. I use it against my brother. I'm Until we actually study the Bible about it. <laughs> so are you... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I huh? just missed that entire conversation. What? That, now, now, he gave a little clever answer. I believe the whole seven years were pre-wrath, so he's pre-trib. Oh, it's funny. But, um, and then you said, what'd you ask? What'd you ask, Hunter? I asked what his dad did. Yeah, what I, he believed. I mean, yeah. Yeah, what I said it used to be mid trip, and then and then he, he studied the Bible. Studied it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll issue the challenge that I issue to every one of the pre trippers. I just want one verse that I could hang my hat on that shows pre trip, and I couldn't do it right right this second. We don't have enough time to sit in the Bible class, right? Because Jeffrey will fall asleep. <laughs> if for every one pre trip verse, I'll give you ten that are pre rat. Which is mid-trib? No, that's between the 75 days yeah. after the abomination oh. of desolation. Matthew, oh. if, if you study out the days using Daniel here. Yeah. 1335 from the... Okay. Using your calendar. I'm sorry. I'm like Jeffrey. I'm getting bored now. I'm sorry. So now we know the absolute No one's going anywhere. Who have you talked to about? I talked to you a little bit that one night. Let's talk about something else. We didn't get too deep. All right. I wasn't. Hey, Sunday is in three days. I'll get enough church here in a little bit. We'll let that hang in there. I am mid-trib. And if y'all want to know why, it's because that's what I've been taught most of my life. <laughs> and I got it marked in my Bible. I just don't know where yeah. it's at. And it was a preacher probably in the late 90s. Y'all figured that out. Probably. Yeah. It would be a picker. Picker. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Todd, 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 Todd He preached on it one time. I actually, oh, yeah. He's still mid-trib. I yeah, was, yeah. Brother yeah, Todd I, and Brother Mike were both taught by Brother yeah. Bill. Picker. By Brother, Brother Bill. Bill picker. Picker. Yeah. Yep. I was, um, I was, pre-trib until actually it was another financial advisor and it kind of freaked me out 
So I went and talked to my pastor about it. At that time, it was Todd Pickard. And he's like, that's what I believe. I'm like, I'd never heard him talk about it out of the pulpit. And we went and kind of studied it out. And I left it alone and then later came back to it and dug into it deep and then started teaching. What does Brother Joe believe? Brother Joe won't admit it, but he's pre-wrath. He was pre-trib until me and him talked. So he's mid-trib. Because when the last conversation we had on it, he said, I'm not ready to put my feet in concrete one way or the other, which means he moved because most of the time pre-trib's out, pre-trib, and then he shifted. So anyway, Brother Mike is pre-trib. I'm, I haven't got a chance to really convince him yet. I know <laughs> when he taught Revelation at the, the seminary, I was going to go down there. I wanted to audit that class. And then your dad said, really, the way he, he taught Revelation was just about God's love. He didn't even really talk about it in relation to the second coming of the Lord. He just talked about the redemption uh, part of it. So anyway. Second All the chance. Bible listeners out there are loving this podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is already Everybody, exited yeah, out yeah, of it. Yeah, they, they clicked off. Well, it. we've talked about America's passport, America's, America's pastime, pastime. No. sport, baseball. Passport. I'm sorry. No, I love it. America's <laughs> pastime sport. What's your favorite baseball movie? The Natural. Ooh. Probably The Rookie. See, I like The Natural. I like The Rookie. Don't go. Mm. This, man, I don't know, man. They're so man, if it ain't Field of Dreams, you're a communist. Have you ever even seen The Natural? Robert Redford. Yeah, I think. Roy Hobbs. I have his shirt. I have his jersey. Field of Dreams and... Kevin Costner. And I like The Rookie. It's a good one. It's top two. Field of Dreams and The Rookie. Uh, I like... um, Say, I like Bull Durham, Major League. Major Um, League is good. A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own. That's not even... Uh, there's no crime in baseball. Right, baseball there's Four, a little, uh, little line there. Uh, my 42 with Jackie Robinson. 42. That's exactly that's really good. That's actually really uh, good. Yeah. I watched 61 with Roger Maris. That, yeah. It watched uh, how his hair was falling out because wait, he was getting death threats because he was just to beat Anchor, um, Babe Ruth's record. You know, Tommy Lee Jones played Ty Cobb. That was yeah, a good That was, that was a good, good movie. But the, the my favorite quote from any baseball movie is uh, Major League. Which one is that going to be? When the catcher wants to mess with the batter it comes up he said hey man how's your wife and my kids <laughs> <laughs> my favorite ever Tom Berenger yeah yeah that's right uh, that and clear the mechanism I, I tell for the love kids of the that, game yeah for the love of the game oh, when I would go Ooh, when I was coaching and I still coach some but when I talk to pitchers especially I'll use that out none of them because most of the time it's, I mean, it's softball so the girls they haven't really watched for the love of the game but uh, my kids know, most of them will know it. They might not know what movie, but they know when I say about clearing the mechanism that that was like a trigger. That's just what he used where everything just disappeared. I think that was one of the coolest things from a from a pitcher's neck. I, I pitched in high school, but but to just make everything disappear. Nothing but you and that catcher's mitt. Because g- girls especially will get, if even in college now, oh, it, we, you know how girls chant in softball. Right. I mean, it is, I mean, it's like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> and it is, and they do it in the, now there's a professional softball league. Well, there has been for several years. It's getting bigger. They do chants in that. Yeah, they actually make money now. Yeah, they're actually <laughs> making some money now. And it, uh, and that's stuff. And when you're young, like Anderson's age, that can, that can mess with you. What's your favorite baseball quote? <laughs> you have one because you're laughing. You're going to have to edit this out. Okay. All right. It's when, uh, 
a few moments later. <laughs> yeah. What about yours, Derek? I can't remember any quotes right now. My favorite is Field of Dreams because at the end he's playing playing pitch with his dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. And and Shoeless Joe Jackson looks at him and says at the very end, if you build it, he will come. It was all about him having Yeah. Relationship with his dad. Yeah. Get deep. Yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. You shedding tears? Well, I mean, it's good. Yeah. We'll leave that there. Game, we'll yeah. leave it there. <laughs> we yeah. could, it, that's a real good show, though. Yeah. And they're playing, a, they're playing a game. Is it, have they already done it? I may have well, already in the it. natural, they close a the scene with uh, Roy Hobbs playing catch with his long lost son that he didn't know he had. Oh, man. I need to watch that show. You really natural. do. You'd like it's really it. Good. You'd like it. My favorite, the favorite shot. It's always in the trailer. Was when he knocks the lights out. Oh, absolutely. yeah, yeah I've seen cool. that when he's got blood on his yep. side right yeah. here. Yeah, I watched shot. that show. Got shot. Yeah, yeah. he uh, struck out Babe Ruth with three pitches. That's cool. Um, oh, show sure, this. Okay, but I have to yell at you guys. You everything they do at this house. It can't trust everything I brought us out. Okay. Okay, then what? They're not listening to me. They're not listening to me. I asked you not to do something. No, but listen to me. Look at If we do something, if you get that out, that bird thing off, you're going to break it. Okay, but I'm asking, I'm letting you know but that you cannot. Know, no, I'm not. Look at Look at You're not listening to me. Listen to me now. Listen to me now. <laughs> Listen, Linda. 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 Look, at, look, at, look at. One more question. Who's your favorite golfer? You say Tiger Woods, but I'm going to hit you in the throat. Phil Mickelson. Okay. Phil Mickelson. Bubba Watson. Ooh. He's a big Christian. I just know that. I know nothing about the guy besides he's a big Christian. <laughs> what about now? Who's your favorite football team? Before you answer, remember. Since this is the House of the Cowboys, I'm gonna have to go with the Saints. This is the House of the Cowboys. I thought about getting that name. I thought about getting a uh, an archway put. Uh, uh, replace the driveway. gate. Replace, yeah, the, gate the, replace the gate. House of the Cowboys. No, just get a big star and have cutting. Oh, just drive the star. So can y'all hear me? Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe I can get Seth to maybe do me a chainsaw car. I'm have a big old. Yeah, oh, Seth. Do it. Seth. Yeah, Seth ought to get me. Make, I do Roger Stallbach get me or something like that. I won't. Oh, oh yeah, that's it. I already get Roger. <laughs> I already get Troy Scheming. Aikman handing me the ball to run <laughs> and have him just have my. I want him to carve me yeah. out a Tom Landry hat so I can wear it. That <laughs> would have. Yeah, I'd wear it. This is I Tom Landry's petrified would. hat. Probably, that Seth probably, Miller made. Everybody knows the hat, though. It's the hat. And he <laughs> didn't have to wear these ear things either. He's just a smart old coach. Well, they didn't have electricity back then. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So. So Pete Rose needs to go ahead and go in the Hall of Fame. Agreed. You agree too, Derek? I concur. The thing is, is the commissioner, he's dead now. Bud Selig, I believe mm-hmm. is who it was. Made it real hard on him. Mm-hmm. And made his life a living heck, in which he's made a lot of money just by doing oh, what yeah. he, he but but my mom and dad, they went to Cooperstown, New York. First they went to Canton, Ohio to the football hall of fame. It's been about ten years ago. And dad said that was crappy. That was the words that he said. It was just the parking was bad and 
the service was bad, but they went to Cooperstown, New York, to Hall of Fame, Baseball Hall of Fame, and said it will give you chills when you walk in there. Mm. And Pete Rose is up there, and it's because it's he had the most hits. Mm-hmm. All right, I got a topic for you. Derek. All right. Favorite baseball story? Uh, just anything. I ask this because I've got a pretty decent one. Like from high school, college? Well, it, it doesn't, what do doesn't you matter. Do you mean like most exciting story just during a baseball game? No, just during the days with the guys or whatever. So, so like with your with your teammates, right? Yeah, your favorite uh, just back in there the we day. Go. Something hit his mind. Back in the day story. <laughs> well, at Eunice, okay, it was not a turf field, so we had tarp pools when it rained. Okay, so tarp pools were awful, but we made it fun for ourselves. So every time we would unroll the tarp. Two people would get in both ends, and we would roll the tarp completely out while they're inside. So it's like oh. being inside of a tire, you know, rolling it, mm-hmm. and you get dizzy and dizzy and dizzy. Well, as soon as they got out, they had to race to home plate. So, <laughs> and you're dizzy, so you're like stumbling, and people are like t- tipping them over, trying to make them fall, and it's hilarious to watch somebody run like that. But the story that I thought of was <clears throat> we were not going to play the next day so we knew this was a waste of our time so we rolled out the tarp and everybody got naked and (laughs) (laughs) it was still flooding raining so we have this big old tarp out on our field how naked are we talking but bare we we have have no clothes on no socks no socks we have no clothes on (laughs) so everyone is like this but you have your ball caps on there may have been a couple. Of that's a, <laughs> yes, buddy. That's, 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 that's a weird look right there. There, there, may, there may have been a couple with hats on, but, uh, well, we all kept taking turns, like getting in the, the tunnel and, and running and sliding on the tarp, like slip and slide. Yeah. So we, that's a that's just one of the memories that popped into my head. <laughs> we did Get stupid. naked with the fellas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I that's mean, always a favorite. I mean, there, I mean, we showered hit. together, so, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's different. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk later. <laughs> well, when you got 40 uh, nope, guys nope. and six showers, you know, you got to get in and out. God, sounds like prison. I'll start with an adventure, and then uh, after that, I'll tell a story about a, a game we had versus our rivals. As uh, far as adventure-wise, we were pretty, uh, we explored a lot. We did a lot of illegal things that my parents <laughs> still don't know about, so I hope they don't listen. Well, uh, they, they don't. Nobody does. <laughs> Uh, one time, only Mike according, according to iTunes, <laughs> some way we convinced our coach to let us stay the night in the locker room and Dean? It's at the baseball Dean Francis purpose. Hmm. Just we were, and it's when I say locker room, I mean this is an old storage building that we went and found <laughs> random carpet from a random place, put it in there. Yeah, couches that had numerous diseases embedded <laughs> in them. I mean, disgusting. But we decided to stay the night in here. So, you know, we bring our Xboxes, our TVs, and, you know, that gets boring. And there's an old college, uh, vocational college, uh, right behind the, the field. And so we decided to explore it. And so we're going over there and, you know, we just explore this old college, break into it kind of, and just go about that. And then I wasn't here for this part, but my buddies told me they got, you know, they went out. It's probably two in the morning and they're driving around the city of Minden. You know, cities have trash cans uh, for each house, whatever you, you pay for them. And uh, they thought it'd be funny to start messing with people's trash cans. Mm-hmm. So they're they're driving around and they're just grabbing trash cans out the window and just dragging them down the road. 
And they thought that was funny. So they put one in a guy's boat and they put one in a guy's tree. So they're driving down the road and they get stopped by a cop. <laughs> cop says, you know, we've been tracing y'all all night. We see these trash cans. We see what you're doing. He says, if we get one more report of a trash can, he said, you're on our watch list. And he said, we're going to arrest you if you don't quit. So they hurried back up and put all the trash cans back because there were, I don't know so how many they messed with. They left a trail of trash cans. Oh, goodness, That's yes. <laughs> but uh, as for uh, the most exciting part of my baseball career ever, um, it, it was district time and Benton High School uh, was always our rivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were true. They've always been good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they haven't had a bad year in a, in a good while. And so we're playing them, and I think they're number two seed in 4A in Louisiana. And we're playing them. We've had a good season. Uh, you know, we probably have a two-to-one winning record so far. And uh, we're playing them. Uh, play district. You play Thursday night at their place, Friday night at your place, and at flip-flops, whatever. So start Thursday night, we're playing at their place, and I pitch. And uh, one guy, the first baseman, and you got to, you got to, if you see their field, their right field wall is about 270 feet, shortest high school wall mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Yeah. And this guy barely hits one over off of me. First home run I gave up in my whole high school career. Mm-hmm. And he bat flips that thing. He crosses oh, he, the plate. He pimped it. Oh, goodness. And it barely <laughs> went over. It made me so mad. And we were already losing like by Sean a little bit. Like right field. You remember that? Yeah. He pimped this thing. And then when he crossed the plate, he said some profane words directed towards me. And so I didn't, I didn't hear it though. My catcher told me afterwards. So we went up, we lose that game like eight to three. Did you wind up hitting him the next time? I don't know if I ever face him again. Oh man. But, uh, the next, buzz that tower. The, the next night, uh, we played at home and, uh, let's see. They got one run in the, in the first inning, top of the first. And so we come up and, uh, my first at bat ended up hitting one over center field. And, you know, the longest hit I've ever had, 350 feet. We have a pretty tall wall. Not going to happen again. It was just, it was, and I had no clue what was going out. I thought the center fielder, I thought it was an easy pop out, but it ended up going over. And so I turned around whenever I'm jogging. I crossed first. I looked at him and said, that wasn't 280 feet. And, <laughs> and I just stared at him the whole way. And I crossed the plate and that was pretty much the end of that. And we get about to the fifth. And at this point I have three hits. I'm three for three. Best high school game I ever had. And uh, there was a guy who hit before me. Uh, I was three hole. He was two hole and he bunts a lot. He's fast. And so he bunted and both times he bunted that game, the catcher picked up the ball, hit him in the back. No way. Yes. Hit him right in the back. And so after the second time, this is my fourth at bat. It may have been the sixth inning after the second time, whatever they hit him in the back. And, uh, I think they call it interference or whatever. I don't know, but he ended up going to first and he got into it on first somehow. I, I think it was a pickoff and he slid back and hit the first baseman, whatever. So they were getting into it. And in their second baseman, big old burly guy, he was quarterback. And uh, he said something to our two-hole who was on first. And so I started walking over there asking what he was going to say. What was he going to do? This is back in my heated days. And so uh, I asked him, you know, what are you going to do? You know, what are you saying to him? And the third baseman looked at me. He said, what are you going to do about it? And so I gave him my, my few words and told him that I would whoop him and his whole team. They're just mad because they're losing. Anyways, you know, we ended up doing, sir. Yeah, <laughs> we ended up winning. For any viewers, I don't know what age range we're here, but if they don't know anything about Fortnite, the L dance where you put the L yeah, on your head and you yeah. do our pitcher. Uh, I kid you not, he's probably five foot three, five foot four, and maybe a little taller. No more than one hundred and ten pounds. He was the ace. Yeah, he threw no harder than seventy two miles an hour. 
But this dude would shut down these guys. I mean, they had like three or four D1 commits on his team. Mm-hmm. He was shutting them down. So after he threw the last pitch, struck the guy out, he did the L dance on the mound, got a post-game <laughs> ejection. That was the wildest game I've ever played in because it was every inning something new. They ended that up going. Been funny. They ended up winning and going winning the state championship. So. <laughs> That's funny. We got knocked man. out first round, but no. The funny thing about that is a uh, TikTok. You know the the mm-hmm. TikTok app. One of their guys posted a TikTok, and it was a. Uh, they were all dressed up in their school uniforms, and they threw a ball up, and there was a transition, and they had their uniforms on. This thing went viral. Uh, Barstool Sports, a big, real big sports oh, yeah. page oh, on yeah. Instagram. No, no they posted them. That view got three million. They were like, "Whose guys are these?" And on the comments, everybody was like, "Get this JV team out of here!" And they were just oh, roasting wow. them, man. It was the same guys we played pretty much because they were a young team when we played them. But they were mad. They were getting so offended. That's funny. That's good. you have what when you think back on your high school days. If someone, if I was going to ask you to all right, pick out a moment right now, first moment that pops in your mind about playing high school baseball, what is it? What, give me a game. A game? All right. Well, I got to play two years with Dalton mm-hmm. uh, in my high school career. And my sophomore year. Now Dalton's your. Dalton is my older brother. Uh, two years older than me. So I got two years of high school with him. And uh, one of the most, the greatest hit probably I ever had was we went to Vidalia to have a tournament. And one of the last games we played, uh, we were going back and forth. It was like the tenth or in or so. Like if they scored a one run, we would score a run. If they didn't score a run, then we didn't score a run. It just kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, finally, uh, I came up to bat and it was like two outs, runner on second base, and I hit a little dink shot over a shortstop. Well, they of course they threw it to home trying to get him out. Well, I was around first and I was met at second base before. I think before the guys even scored, Dalton is meeting me at second base, picking me up to hold me up because I just hit a walk-off. It was pretty, uh, it was pretty uh, incredible. That's cool. Yeah. That's probably one of my the greatest high school memories. Yeah, yeah. walk-offs are – that's no joke. I hit one in my whole life. I wouldn't know. <laughs> my first game my senior season. And mind you this, my senior season was nothing like my the rest of my high school career. Mm-hmm. First, I, I stunk mm-hmm. my freshman – through junior year. You started working hard. I, I put in a lot of hours uh, that summer after my junior year and in the fall of my senior year. But the uh, first game, we're playing a team who's really not even good. Uh, Derek Southwood, I mean, they're right. Cowboys. They're, 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 not, they're, not, I mean, they're not awful. Yeah. They have their years of decency, but this year they were all right. Well, it's the eighth inning, and I was, I don't know, two for three that game already. Just, you know, grounders through the infield, nothing much. And, uh, I get up there, get a 1-1 count on me, and I end up hitting the hardest ball I've ever hit over the right field wall. It feels like you're floating around the bases. Apu Taco? I imagine. That was... You know what they called me in high school? The stud. James Bond. <laughs> Why's that? <laughs> 007. <laughs> my batting average. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah. My senior year, my I went on a diet. I was always tubby, and I went on a diet. The some the fall of my senior year and I lost forty five pounds, mm. um, and then that was the best best year ever I had. So I actually I actually contributed. I was, I hit fifth and I hit five hole my senior year. Only best year I ever had. So he said hey, I should have lost weight a long time ago. That's what the coach said. Right. He said I wish he at the sports banquet. He said I wish he'd lost weight a long time ago. 
It was a weird compliment, but anyway, I got. There's very yeah. few big guys in the MLB. Yeah, and a lot of them yeah. are pitchers. And that's the. Th- I remember I, I pitched, and I was on. I could grow a full beard, and I mm, relatable. And I remember having. To, <laughs> yeah, you grow a beard about like Chase. Yeah, uh, how long have you been working on that stash you got right now? Oh, twenty one, twenty years. No, <laughs> he's not even twenty. Does he have a stash? Oh, are you yeah, still nineteen? Yeah, I'm still nineteen. I'm three days older than your daughter. <laughs> oh my god, mm-hmm. I don't know, Lexi. Eighteen. Speaking to the That's mic, what y'all thinking? <laughs> but not could grow a full beard. But I remember the uh, coach Allen making a shave it off. Because I mean, here I am. I look like uh, I look like. Um, looked like the guy with the bench warmers. <laughs> well, no, I am. Probably I look old. like uh, <laughs> what's his name for the Dodgers. Bartolo, oh, Fernando no. Valenzuela. Yeah. Oh, do y'all know who that is? No, he no. Would, he was when a he pitcher. Would, when he would pitch, he would look up and and he didn't know he was doing it. But you'll see him when you when you freeze. He would always he never w- could he never he always got nervous if he looked at the, the catcher's mitt. He never would look so at the mitt. he never would look at the catcher's mitt. He always mm. looked down, and when he pitched, he would look straight up mm. into the sky. And the only time he saw the pitcher's mitt when he was already letting the ball go. Like uh, only time he saw the catcher's mitt. I mean. But um, yeah, I had the big old gut. I get up, I got up there. I was already dark complected, being out in the sun all the time. That's I got this I big, this too. big old. <laughs> I had this big, uh, you know, like two hundred and five pounds, five foot six or so in my senior year. I mean, in my junior year, and would have a beard. And they're like, "Who? Right, we, Who's we need to check <laughs> <laughs> we need to check some birth certificates. Yeah, like that guy's like they, they knew like he's repeated uh, his junior year about three times. Yeah. Anyway, but no, nah, they made a shave him off. But it looked pretty cool. Looked intimidating. Anyway, my ninth grade year, I started in right field. My left, uh, my tenth grade year, started in left field. My junior year started at third base. Senior year, I started at third base. That's what I played. But something I told Bailey, my freshman year, not too many freshmen start. No. No. I wanted it. I wanted Mm. to start. My brother was a senior. He was starting. So I wanted to start sophomore year. I had to beat somebody out in left field. My junior year, I had to beat, it wasn't but a sophomore or junior. Let me see. I was a junior. I guess he was a sophomore. And he played third base a year before. But um, I beat him out. And that same boy came up. I'm not going to call his name. I beat him out my senior year, too. I third didn't start base. my freshman year. I was on the I roster, nope. on varsity roster. But I played third when a few guys pitched my sophomore year. Uh, the main guys in rotation because they'd move around positions. So if our shortstop pitched, the third baseman moved to third or short. I played third. If the third baseman, who was the ace, would pitch, I played third. Yeah. But one thing that made me really mad. So we get uh, it's the tournament, men in tournament. This going to take long? No. Nah, okay. 30, <laughs> 45 <laughs> seconds, maybe. But uh, it's the men in tournament. I got one. And so, you know, we're playing a little bit, a little bit, and we're throwing, our, we're throwing our main guys or whatever. And so I'm playing and I'm hitting. You know, he starts me maybe the six or seven hole and. Uh, I ended up having the most RBIs in the whole tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, nothing spectacular, just base hits, you know, hitting. And so at uh, the next day of the tournament, I was five hole, you know, moving up a little bit. And this year we had 10 juniors and two seniors. So I was surprised, you know, he's letting me get some playing time, whatever. And 
I ended up going, I think five and five for eight in the whole tournament. You know, I did, I did really well for my age. And well, I think the next week we had a JV game. I went over three in a JV game, mm-hmm. never picked up a bat the rest of the season. Would mm-hmm. not let me. Really? After going over three in a JV they, game. They peg you, man. I don't, when they do I don't, that stuff, I, I can't understand. stand when a coach does that. Well, yeah. It all has to do with wanting the yeah. older guys, wanting to yeah. let them play a little bit. And, well, it's the ones you know. That's why I told, uh, I've always told, I told Lexi, because I learned it from when watching Emily, that uh, her two girls in eighth grade were were the managers, and then they wound up starting their their freshman year. Yeah. Um, so I told Lexi, make, make sure that you're a manager. Right. In eighth grade. I told Aniston, when you get to eighth grade, you're going to be a manager. Right. Because you want that coach used to seeing you in that dugout. Right. And suddenly... It's like your second year of playing when you come in ninth grade right. and you get a good chance of, right. yeah, I mean, they, they get used to seeing you around and being helpful and things like that. One thing that kind of messed me over though, uh, the head coach at that time was, uh, his son was a junior. He was uh, the main third baseman. Mm-hmm. And so all these guys that were juniors were all raised with the son and they're all best friends. Uh, and yeah. so, you know, you got best friends versus potential. He's going to put the friends in when, there. Now, Taylor, Taylor's coach now, mm-hmm. Brian, didn't, mm-hn. didn't, didn't. He coached, he coached me my freshman and sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah. So, and freshman he, and good, sophomore year. Good coach. Loved him. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, the boys what, I hear, they love him. That's right. what Menden, you know, he was just the pitching coach at Menden. Yeah. Right. But that is what I see. Uh, I can speak for Menden because I'm out there a little bit and watching them. People need pitching coaches. Yeah. Yeah. That's for right. sure. Yeah. They need, they need specified coaches. Dalton. Mm-hmm. That dude knows everything about hitting, or a lot about hitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever yeah. he, he knows, knows a lot he about knows more hitting. Than me, uh, he could hit. He's a, he's a way yeah. better hitter. Uh, Brian Fowler, I, I, you know, I wasn't around when he was in college or high school or nothing, but yeah. I know he can pitch. He knows about pitching. Yeah, and I see that the decline of high school sports is going pretty quick because mm-hmm. no one really wants a coach anymore well, that knows what they're talking well, look about. At the, you look at the ascent of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yeah. And it, their pitching coach is, he's state of the art. Right. Uh, just the, his methodology behind it, uh, just the, the physics and all that. I mean, he can, he's adding like five miles an hour to the right. velo and things like that. Just, they have a they have a technique where they can calculate what your arm speed should be throwing at maxed out. Right. They can show you how hard you should, will be throwing if you follow his program. Right. And uh, it's pretty 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 cool. The but game you're exactly is exactly right. You, wonder what I would have thrown. The game that, is that, more known now than it's ever to been. See that? Yeah, yeah. That's that's right for sure. That's right. Technology, Brian, use it. Yeah. I, we had a high school coach. He taught us the same thing. Mm-hmm. You hit like this. You, you squat down. You put your hands on your shoulder. You just swing. Oh, You're man. losing everything there. But whenever, yeah. you know, he yeah. got out of there and people were able to swing yeah. the way or swing the way they wanted to, stats shot up. Yeah. I mean, we our first four or five batters had over 400 or over 400 batting average. Yeah. Coaches mean a lot. It, when it's there, you know, especially smaller schools, they got to coach every sport. Right. And so not specializing and things like that. But, you know, Brian, I mean, he took our boys. You know, Taylor, Taylor lost some talent and – so I'm not de- taking anything away from him, but he took, yeah, he took them to the finals and they lost a heartbreaker in the finals. Right. With what he the had. state finals, with what he had. Right. Brian is, Brian Fowler's a heck of a daggum coach. Um, I, I was going to say one thing about stealing, about stealing signs. One of my, one of the, one of my memories of, ba- probably one of the best memories of being on the mound 
was uh, has Scott Hoyle playing third base. A lot of times he didn't play first or third, but I mean he was playing third, and and he would just. I was great at picking people off, and that's rare that it happens. But I would never check the runner, ever. I would just look at Scott, and we had little signals, and mm-hmm. he would do whatever. And I would, and and if he made a certain move, he's like throw it over there. And, and I I remember picking off so many freaking people, and it it was <laughs> it, it was pretty cool. Anyway, what was you you said you you had thought of a story? Going back to my freshman year of high school. The first, I think it was the first time I ever got to play in a, in an important game. Like most of the time, it was just um, if we're beating them by 10, 12, he'd put me in. But this was a uh, second round of the playoffs, and Richie McKissick was our third baseman. I played infield, uh, and then he got up to bunt. He was going to sacrifice, and our coach at Minden, he would make us to bunt to sacrifice bunt. He would make us completely square around, <laughs> uh, both feet in front, hands forward, just like that. So if he throws at you, you can't get out of the way. Mm-hmm. So he squares around a bunt, and Richie McKissick can't really. He's he's pretty blind oh, to be to be honest guy. with you. Oh, he's okay. he's he's not very good. Uh, he doesn't have good vision. And this dude, I'm pretty sure he got drafted, uh, but he was throwing about 90, 92, oh, and and this dude throws it. And he goes straight to his face, and it hits him right in the mouth. I'm talking like he eats it. Oh. And it just, I'm sitting there in the dugout, and I'd see it, and it's literally like it just sits there and sits in his mouth for like two seconds. And finally, he just drops. <laughs> and when his knees hit the ground, that's when the ball falls out of his mouth. And come to find out, he chipped a tooth, and his like canine tooth right here mm-hmm. shot through his bottom lip. The whole root and all shot out of his lip and landed on home plate. And, uh, wow! After that, I got to go play third base for two minutes. <laughs> so that was your entree. That was that was your end. That was my debut. You, you said some about heartbreaker earlier. My mm-hmm. sophomore year, I pitched a little bit, and Coach Fowler, uh, we were playing in a tournament, and uh, last inning, we're down. No, 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 we're tied. And uh, if they score, they win. And so bases are loaded, one out. They put me in the pitch. You walk him, you lose. Wow. You I walked him. him. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was the worst moment of my yeah, life. You're like, don't walk him, don't walk him, don't walk him, don't Yeah, walk that's him. all you're thinking about. And your mind's saying. That was my first varsity yeah. start or getting into pitch at all. Or play you, at all, actually. And when, t- when you tell your mind that, you're telling your mind is thinking the opposite. Right. It's saying, okay, don't walk him. And all your mind pictures is walking yep, the person, right. what the mm-hmm. results going to be. So your mind saying, "Oh, I'm going to walk." Man, that was awful. You know, I'll, I'll tell you something to teach your uh, teach our future grandchild. All right, there. You know, kids are always spilling crap on themselves, or spilling drinks in restaurants, or mm-hmm. dropping this. Um, if you tell a kid, "Don't drop that," mm-hmm. they drop it about sixty five percent of the time. But you tell a kid, "Hold on to it tight," mm-hmm. all they think about is holding on to right. it tight. And never drop anything. Hmm. Mind Jim, uh, when I was at Eunice, our coach, Coach Willis, he made us read a, a book. It's called Mind Jim, and that's what it's all talking about. Like, if you go up there and you say, don't strike out, don't strike out, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. Like, like hit, uh, don't, don't miss a fastball, don't miss a fastball. That's what you're, that's what you do. Yeah. It's all 
So it's mind game. It, 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 yeah, mess with your head so you can't not even have that thought. You need mm. best thing to do is think about what you're gonna have for supper when you get home and things like that because really it relaxes your relaxes your mind. Just let your body take over. You know, it's too late at that point to coach yourself. What the great Mike Wilkes would do when he was coaching me, Uh-oh. if he would see I was frustrated <laughs> he or would struggling, beat the crap out of you. He out. would walk out to the mound, lift his shirt up so I could see his belly, and <laughs> ask me if I wanted to rub it. <laughs> And he would do that with every pitcher on the team just to calm them down. Do I have any belly button lint? That's smart. It was disgusting, but it was smart. It, it was smart. Make you smile. Make it, yeah, it, made, you, it made you laugh a little bit. Calm, calm down. Yeah. Mm, what did your mom smart. think about that? Uh, she threw up. <laughs> she loved that belly. <laughs> All right. Well, um, how old's Anna right now? How old's Anna? 12. So six more years, you're having another one? Son-in-law? Uh, um... <laughs> If that's somebody the, comes along that's like these fellas, yes. What do you mean? I thought she had a boyfriend. She does. Who's she dating now? If if Walker, it turns out to be Walker like Carter. one of you fellas. If he Michael shaves Carter. the mullet. Yeah, it's the if he's got to shave if the he mullet. Keeps the mullet. Oh. He, he keeps the mullet? Mullets are in, baby. Oh, okay. Mullets yes, are back. Ain't nothing gotcha. wrong with mullets. <laughs> mullets are back. I, I wish Emma would let there. me grow my mullet. Shoot. Uh, we got to read these sponsors. Yeah, let's read the sponsors and uh, everybody takes turns. Uh Brent and Courtney McHenry of Ray Associates. Professional assistance when you need to rent or buy property in Magnolia or surrounding area. Brent and Courtney, they're both realtors. Anyway, Brent and Courtney clients who wish to sell a home in or around Magnolia will be pleased with their professional and sincere effect efforts to find the perfect buyer. If you want to buy a home, Call him. If you want to go look at a home, call Mr. Brent. People, you know, he, make, people he, pay money for this. Well, <laughs> Mr. Brent don't do nothing anyways. Miss Courtney, she teaches, so call Mr. Brent up. He coaches basketball. And softball. And sells tons of real sells estate. Sells tons of real estate because I done bought three houses from him mm. and put them on Boardwalk and Park Place. But anyway, <laughs> list your home or property. They offer free Comparative market analysis fancy, to help determine the value of real estate. Another service is helping locate rental property. They'll help you try to find rental property and help you find. In fact, I talked to Brent at the softball game this past weekend. Uh, They work for Ray Associates, Mm -hmm. but, but also if there's another realtor down the road or whatever, and you want to look at that house, they'll show it. Still, yeah, that's right. It don't have to be just realtor, um, raise associates. That's right. They'll show anybody's. Uh, they work closely with rental property owners and can offer valuable advice. Their business is more than just making a sale, but building friendships, Aww. better communication. Who wrote this stuff? Chase, and he's and he hasn't corrected it on purpose because everybody butchers it. Okay. The contact <laughs> number is 870-234-1644. That's 870-234-1644. Go see Brent and Courtney. They're real good folks. Uh, my kid plays with our daughter. Um, basketball, softball, real good folks. Yeah, they're Christian good folks. folks. They're real good folks. Yep. Go see them. Thanks, Brent and, and Courtney. Courtney. Next. All right. If you're looking to stock your pond or tank with a variety of sport fish or even tropical, look no further than the best name in the fish game, Billy Bland Fishery. Goldfish, minnows, catfish, koi, <laughs> largemouth bass, bluegill, black crappie, 
They have it all, and they will ship right to you. Uh, call 870-694-4811. Check out BillyBlandFishery.com. Billy Bland, where the name is bland, but the fish are not. Wow. That's pretty good. I'm going to keep that one. Yeah, that is pretty good. Y'all y'all go by and see Miss Lisa and Mr. Jim. Billy Bland. Go Seth, buy some uh, Seth Miller. All right. Oh, Seth. Sethy Seth. Pooh. The Don't only man that work? has driven, yeah, he's got a name log right here in our flyer bed. Drove all the way from Missouri to come. He's going to drive all the way to Missouri mm. and get me a Tom Landry cap. Uh, I, I, I think he'll do it. Do you think, think he'll, he'll uh, go ahead and send it to me by email, uh, by Amazon mail? You're going to have to probably text him because if, the, well, I don't know. The only person that's going to be able to make it all the way through this episode will be Seth. Well, that's who I want. So, from, so he will hear this. I was trying to think of whether or not he would hear this. So Seth, make 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 throw a Tom Landry hat. He'd love you for it. Out of cedar. But the guy drove all, all my way. hair to smell good. <laughs> Keep the malls out. Like normal. <laughs> per normal. I don't know. Wash right. my hair. I work out. Go ahead, Hunter. Wait. All on right. You. Hunter Eugene. We got all night. Seth Miller has one of the coolest talents out there. He takes his chainsaw and gets a log of cedar and he turns it into a lifelike sculpture. Or a customized sign that would look great outside your home, inside your home, inside your pantry, bathroom, Jeffrey's house, whatever. Cedar in the bathroom. Inside, just you can use the bathroom and really cool. Inside your pantry. You gotta see it. You can find them on Facebook at Miller Custom Name Logs and Chainsaw Carvings. Call 573-856-4920. 573-856-4920. Call that number to learn more or drop them an email at Miller Custom Name Logs at me.com. Miller Custom Logs at me.com. Or stop by and see what he's got on Highway 34 between Piedmont and Patterson, Missouri. If anyone's up in that area. There you go. That's listening right Good now. Good job. Good job. And if you like rustic charm and home decor that is built to last, you'll love Cottonwood Farm Design Company. This is by our boy Grant Shook. Signs. Oh, as a matter of fact, he wanted us to call him the night, but tonight wasn't the night. He wanted to talk about the flat earth theory. Oh, yeah, I know it. And I thought, hey, Hunter may be in. He may be down with that. But Jordan would be foaming at the mouth at it. So I, if Jordan was here with you, then y'all, y'all we'd, we'd have a great time. Mouth, he got rabies. So uh, <laughs> he's got the corona. <laughs> I think he has that papillomavirus. Let's see. All right. Signs. Ca- so, all right. Cottonwood Farm Design Company. Signs, cabinets, tables, and a ton more. Just right to give your home a warm, classic, and fun look. They have five-star ratings. They do, apparently. I think Chase wrote this, too. And once you see their designs, you're going to want all of them. Cottonwood Farm even hosts sign parties where you can create your own. Check out their pre-made designs or place your custom order today. You have an idea? Cottonwood Farms will bring it to life. Call them at 910-220-5867. That's 910-220-5867. Or drop me an email at cottonwoodfarmdesignco at gmail.com. And hit them up on Facebook and look and see what they have. All right. And lastly. But not. Leastly. Regional Hospice Care Group of Louisiana is a wonderful company. Let me tell you why. Because my hot, sexy wife works for me. There you go. She's smart. She's beautiful. She's a blind, though. That's about the only... Anyway, 
Regional Hospice Care Group of Louisiana <laughs> either way. is a wonderful company <laughs> that provides quality and compassionate care to loved ones all over Northwest Louisiana. Their loving and caring staff are perfect for helping families. I know that because my wife stays on the phone 24-7 helping families and don't pay no attention to me when I'm at home. <laughs> anyway. got to have Fro read this For helping time. families and patients. They have a full-time physician, which is Dr. Patton. She's real cool. Um, on staff, and they even make house calls. Give them a call at at one of their two <laughs> locations in Minden and Shreveport. He always, he always trips up over one. 382-9396 or 318-524-1046 and let Regional Hospice Care Group of Louisiana care, care for, for you. you. All right. <clears throat> that's uh, that about, that's just getting about close to my bedtime. My God. When y'all get 40s, well, actually, Alan's supposed to be a half a century. Dude, I, yeah, I'll be 50. I don't even want to talk be about 50. But, but, um, we're taking the family. So the plan is we're taking family on ski trips. So. For your 50th? Yeah, everybody. Yep. And, yep. Little there, baby hair. There, there, you'll probably get some senior Harrington. citizen discount. Then. Baby wolves will be there. I didn't think about that. I will start getting the. You pop, I, I hot. AARP card. I already get those anyway because I'm a financial advisor. But, uh, yeah, at 50, I start getting that silver discount, bro. Y'all take it. So you're taking a son-in-law skiing? Yeah, yeah. Well, Why don't you take your everybody. best friend skiing? How about that? You would break your hip. Didn't he take you to Vegas? No. I'm, oh, you didn't Jeffrey don't fly. Okay. If God wanted That's me to fly, it. he'd put a wing on my butt. Yeah, he does. He, he's like John Madden. He'd have to get, he'd have to get, a, get him a bus. So a you train. don't go everywhere. You don't fly? Never flown before in my life. You know, it's more dangerous to ride in a vehicle than to fly. That's where you're full of crap. He even told the Lord when he's raptured just to please. <laughs> just kill could, him. Make sure he kills him. If he could just scoop him up by his hand and just lift him. Kind of like Kong did that little blonde and, and King so Kong. So Jesus oh, is a huge gorilla Kong. now. Yeah, Kong. there you go. Yeah, I'm taking everybody on a ski trip. Well, good. And, uh, I hope y'all have fun. Little And uh, little baby Harrington's going to be able to and see, baby see his ace and sassy. Leslie's thinking about Sassy. People oh, still want Foxy. Let's, let's go with Sassy. Let's go Foxy. With Sassy. The Fox, yeah, she, about her name for the... For, to be, instead her of grandma. Name, her her grandma, grandma name is... Dang. She, all her friends want sassy. Foxy. But how, I, like, how, I like Sassy. How old is she? I think she's 30, 38 yeah, she's 30, or 39. 37? Yeah, she's 30, So she's going to be a grandmother at 37. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. Well, she... My mom wasn't even a mom until she was 42. What's the due date? Your mom September really third, September third, September third. We're shooting for August twenty yeah, seventh. So August seventh, August twenty seventh. That was Granddaddy's birthday. Okay, so because hopefully if, it's a boy. If he because or it'd be Lucas Cecil. If he named or, after, that'd be cool. That would be very cool. Cecil, he or she is late. And it'd be close to Leslie's birthday. Are you so, gonna let the then she'll be she'll be thirty? Are you gonna let the baby choose its gender? Or? <laughs> that's see now that's what I propose. <laughs> It's Jesus. called a baby. Uh, it's offending yeah, me how you're saying baby. It's a baby. A few moments later. I'm just making sure the Democrats can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. So we'll it go just, out on it that. It has been alive <laughs> since it was conceived. That's right. Oh, all right. Let's stop. Uh, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> um, we believe in life so at conception. On that. Um, <laughs> I've enjoyed tonight, y'all. Yeah. Double fist pump, same time. Yeah, this is uh, this is a little bit more low key, but yeah, uh, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. That's past my uh, bedtime. I got to get up early in the morning. Hey, man, we got an hour drive. Don't back. say because you got a real spring. job. You're no, going I, to an archery. I'm going to archery tournament, Jack's State Archery Competition. I got a real job now. 
Yeah, you're you a plumber, ain't you? Plumber. Hey, yeah. your ex-wife's husband. She was your ex-wife first. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, since you're a plumber, are you going to start showing your crack a lot more? I thought about it, but... I can show you some pointers. We do a bunch of crack at the seminary. Let's... let's you can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. Y'all have a good night. Yeah. Us out. All right, so, yeah. We're small town famous, and... Peace. No. Oh. We're out. And we're, we're out. out. Ta, ta, ta. <laughs> Sorry. When I listened, I never made it to the end. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. That's good. That, that makes sense. Awesome.